Smartcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Music, horror, art, politics, bad assery. Welcome to Society Thirteen. This is Mr. Pink of the Society 13 Podcast Network, and you are listening to Kettle Whistle Radio with Heather and Dave, the only place I come for the music, macabre, and movies. KOKW calling. I'm on international frequency. Come in. Up again. You make me want to dance. <laughs> you know, what is this? What does this represent? Uh, because this isn't just about soda. Hello, beans. This is Dave. And Hello. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Johnny Daggers of Dagger Vision Films, and it's not often that somebody asks me to plug them. Well, actually, come to think of it, people ask me to plug them all the time. I normally just don't take the time to do so. However, if there is one person that I'm going to plug, that person is going to be David Fairhead of Kettle Whistle Radio, and the reason I plug David is because I never have to worry about rapping. However, he is quite infectious, so I highly suggest that you tune into the radio show and listen to David and become infected. <laughs> okay. As always, thank you, Mr. Johnny Daggers. A little love from Baltimore. Johnny Daggers. Let me tell you about him. He's been on before. Uh, Brittany Bordella was the band we had way back uh, 15 episodes ago, something like that. I don't know. But yeah, that, that's, they're on hiatus right now because uh, Johnny Daggers and Dagger Visions, they're going on their uh, five-year anniversary of Dagger Vision Films. And he talked to me about a documentary on indie horror filmmakers that he is currently making. 
and that's how we're promoting that right now for him. Uh, let's see, he's got footage there. He's talking about. He was telling me about Samhain Night Feast, uh, his uh, one of his first films, um, where the cops actually showed up. Uh, they had guns drawn on them by a military guy when they were filming Caustic Zombies. Uh, check out Dagger Vision Films, and you'll see the movies that I'm talking about here. But he's currently working with, uh, I believe he said, yeah, with the number is now up to 37 independent filmmakers, horror filmmakers, um, and the crazy experiences that they've had while filming without permits and problems with location and other fun stuff. And uh, guys like Tim Gross, who if you're in the Pittsburgh area, you'll definitely know him. Uh, he also talks about this guy, Scratchy Pete, a film critic from New Zealand. Who hooked him up with filmmaker David Blythe? One of the he is the first New Zealand indie filmmaker, horror filmmaker of films like Ghost Bride and Wounds. And basically, what Johnny Daggers had to tell me, uh, and he'll probably come on here and talk about it when when there's some more work done on the film on this independent documentary film they're making. Um, people do not get what indie horror filmmakers go through: the hardships in filmmaking, arrests, fines, etc. Um, he's also going to talk about the accolades and successes on the other end, uh, a good end, on, on that note too. Anyway, the film is going to be called Blood on the Real, The Guts Behind Indie Filmmaking. And like you said, somewhere between 35, I think he said up to 37 filmmakers are involved. I'm looking forward to this documentary, and I think it's something that everybody should take a look at. I think it's going to be played in, festi- in festivals, and it should be a hit. That's just my opinion. We'll see when it's done. Johnny Daggers, thank you once again. Always great hearing from you, one way or the other. <laughs> Keep it dark, my friend. And uh, let's see, we'll be joined here by uh, Miss Heather Taddy in a bit. She is currently saging my house. Um, I think it's going to have the opposite effect. She's using a dried sponge and green jello. Now, this.
this is Jim of Distortion Productions, Electronic Saviors and Reinforced, that you are listening to Kettle Whistle Radio. Thank you, Jim Simonic. That was Jim Simonic of Reinforced, and that's from the double CD Pre-Existing Conditions. Excellent CD, and that was a remake of Machines of Love and Graces. Butterfly Wings. I loved it. I loved it. And yes, we are talking remakes, redos, covers. Welcome to Kettle Whistle Radio. This is Kettle Dave. How you doing? Kettle Whistle Radio. <laughs> and that's Heather C. Dave and Taddy. <laughs> we need a new jingle, don't we? Yeah. Oh, man. We well, last time uh, you heard us, we had Dave Barsky from... Flying Medusa. And that was a good show. And he, what a great dude. And I really like the music, and I hope that they... Uh, I hope they built out an EP We need to soon. get them to Pittsburgh. Mm, I don't know. I think we need to go to Milwaukee. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> Seriously. I mean, that place, like... Well, anyway, we're. I sent you some music recently, so we got on this kick of remakes, uh, revamping, uh, redos, and maybe cover songs. cover songs that just shouldn't be made or should be made. Yeah. Um, I, I just had to throw this one out here first. Uh, this is one I, I think was not a fail. Um, you ever hear Pat Boone do Crazy Train by Ozzy? No. <laughs> really? Never you never heard, heard Pat Boone do it? Yeah. does like a swing. It's like a swing song, and they uh, used to open up the, the Osbournes with it. That was the opening. Uh, I don't you never heard that. So long ago, yeah, okay, well, that was not a fail. I have some fails on here too, but "Crazy yeah. Train" by Pat Boone. I actually have that album sitting around here. Hilarious, because he's yeah. just this old dude, you know, who uh, I don't know. He sang like uh, I don't know what would you call it? cocktail music or something. Lounge music. Lounge music. Yeah, and he's just a goody two shoes, which is pretty funny. He was on David Letterman when that album came out, and oh, cool. uh, he wore a leather jacket. <laughs> he's so not metal, but he lived next door to the uh, to Ozzy, oh, the Osbournes, okay. and he just said they're oh, just wonderful people, and yes, yeah. Ozzy said. Sure, go ahead, do it. Um, what do you got for me? Um, well, Nine Inch Nails covering Joy Division's Dead Souls for Wow, um, did I forget that? Pro soundtrack. Yeah, we've talked about that one in the past, and I always forget it. He made it like his own. Yeah, I like that's, that. I love that one. Well, Crow soundtrack is classic. I have a lot actually that I like forgot about too. Yeah, I I pulled some out here that were just kind of crazy. Uh, and uh, I'll tell you right now, um, you're gonna hear. A lot more from these guys. Um, my new friend here, Jason Novak from Iron Lung Corporation. They redid a Naked Eyes song, Promises. Na- Naked Eyes, you probably remember, always something there to remind me. Do you remember yeah. that one? That was yeah. their big hit. And then Promises, I think, was their follow-up. And uh, Iron Lung redid that, made it like metal industrial. But it's, it's kind of good. I, I, I dig that one a lot. I, I saw that as... Definitely one of my newer favorite remakes of all time. It was funny because when you sent me that track, you sent me the original one and then the yes. cover. Yeah. I wasn't paying attention. I accidentally clicked the original one. And I was like, these guys sound just like so <laughs> weird. And then I was like, oh, this isn't the Iron Man <laughs> Nice. <laughs> but were, were you ever a fan of Naked Eyes at all? Not or no, really. not really. I mean, yeah, not really. I mean, that's going way back for you. And yeah. for me, it's just it was '80s pop, you know. But no, they're pretty decent. I don't know. I kind of like the two songs. Catchy. Yeah, so what do you got next? Um, have you ever heard the Violent Femmes covering Culture Club's Do You Really Want to Hurt Me? No. It's on uh, Why Do Birds Why Do, Why Do Birds Sing? Oh that my album? god, no. I, I'm going to find that now, because that's hilarious. And what, do they yeah. cheese it up a little bit? Yeah, yeah. pretty, yeah. That's good. I, I like it better than the original. <laughs> um, Faith No More is easy. Of course. Yeah, I got to see that live. Oh. I, yeah, I saw them do that. They closed the show with Jealous. the Commodores, yes. That, that's hilarious. That is actually, you have to kind of see uh, 
Mike Patton do it live because he just he hams it up so bad. Yeah. It's just like it's really funny. Um, I have a fail here. I have to talk about, and uh, there's a lot of people that would probably get mad at me for this, but Blondie um, redid Denise, but she did it as Denny. You know Denise by Randy oh. and the Rainbows way back when. Oh yeah. Yeah, Denise Doobie Doo. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Blondie did it and did it as Denise. And I guess it's kind of funny, but I didn't find that as a, uh, a I don't know, a winning cover. I don't yeah, know. I'm I just, not too fond of that one either. Nah, pass on that. What do we got next? Uh, Dinosaur Jr. I think it was Dinosaur Jr. Yeah, they covered, um, I want you show me the way. Oh my god, really? Do you remember that? I, I'm pretty sure it's Dinosaur Jr. Um, Dinosaur- but it's originally, what, Peter Frant? That is yeah. Peter Frampton, and oh my god, I, think, I, I never I liked that song, right but thing. I think I would like them doing it. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Okay, yeah. that that news to me. Now, do they actually just do it live, or do they do it? It's on, on one of the CDs that I have, and I cannot remember which one. Okay, well, I want that. Can you send me that in Peter? Yeah. That'd be cool. I'd like to have that. Um, I have one I really like because I liked the original when I was a kid because it had like an eerie quality to it. Um, Def Leppard redid "Hey Kid Rock and Roll." David Essex. The original's great. Uh, hey Kid Rock and Roll, I My Soul. If you heard it, you yeah, Def Leppard redid it, and they kind of did an ACDC version of it. Oh. So that, that's their, I'm quoting them when they, Joe Elliott said that. I kind of like that remake. I, it was one of those songs I liked as a kid, and then to have one of my bands play a rockin' version of it even more, I made it that much better. So yeah. Hey Kid Rock and Roll, David Essex, done by Def Leppard. I give that a pass. I li- meaning I liked it. <laughs> Pass, Def Leppard. Not a fail. Not a fail. Any opportunity I can to have you make fun of Def Leppard, I will. I don't know why I don't, I don't like that. I know you, you hate I don't it. Know I know. Um, Sublime covering Grateful Dead's Scarlet Begonias. That I have heard. And that's probably if I had to listen to one Dead song, that would be it. Yeah, and I'm not a huge fan. It was a big deal with my fraternity back in the day. All the guys, it was part of getting in, you had to listen to that song and know the <laughs> lyrics. And it's just like. That's weird. What, did you have like a dance off? No, it just embarrassed you. you know, just, they knew I didn't like it. And metal guy, you know, not really into the. <laughs> I mean, that was a good time for music. The 90s, there was so much happening, and me and you were into the grunge thing. But um, the last thing I wanted to do is get into the Grateful Dead at that point. Nah, wasn't going to happen. No, 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 no. Um, on your list. Oh, you have to have this on your list. Rock and roll. Jane's covering the Velvet Underground. Okay, see, that's on my favorite Jane's record. Yeah. So, um, I thought that was cool. And you know what? You almost forget what the original sounds like. If you forget what the original sounds like when you listen to the remake, I think that's definitely credit to the game of the players. <laughs> I just thought of one. <laughs> oh, just now. Uh, Karen O from the AAS covering that Led Zeppelin song. Is it the immigrant song? Oh, wait. Where? She did it for some movie or something. That's weird because I know another girl that did that too. And uh, the Artificial Joy Club, I actually saw them live at a Lollapalooza way back in the day. Or it might have been an Ozfest. It was just like last year it. or like a year or two ago, Karen O. Oh, well, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. And it's good. That's, mm-hmm. Okay, not a fail. Um, yeah, Artificial mm-hmm. Joy Club it did it. Good. I, I walked. We walked into an Ozfest. I was there with uh, Miss D and. Uh, I guess her brother, I forget who else was there, and they were the, the Artificial Joy Club, fronted by a woman. Um, a really good band for one album. Um, they were just playing the Immigrant Song and hearing a, a girl do that, you know, the howl. Yeah. Like, it was wild. It was really kind of cool. They stole the crowd, but soon they, they were just disbanded, which was a shame. Good uh, good disc. I'll have to find that for you. You should. You there should. was a Led Zeppelin girl, all girl Les band. Zeppelin. Have you heard them? I have, and they're very good. 
I think they're from Pittsburgh. Uh, I think so too because they play here play. a lot. Yep. Yeah. yeah just, we were talking about going to see them. Oh, yeah, they, I'd like to see them too. They were. They played Thirty First Street Pub. I think. There's a Talking Heads cover band coming. Oh. April 18th. Do you know what they're called or? Uh, start making sense. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's great. Oh God, how do you do Dave's voice? That's. Oh, I have be... a bad cover. Ooh, well, bad. I guess more of like a singer. Oh, Mariah Carey, Tom Tom Club. Tom, oh. Tom Club, talk. She yeah. ruined that too. Yeah. She She's on my list with another song. Oh, that Mariah. bitch. Um, she redid, and I'm going to hit you with this one, Def Leppard, Bringing On The Heartbreak. Great rock and roll song. This is when they were still a band, early 80s. She, yeah, Mariah Carey covered that song, and she destroyed it. I mean, I don't even want to listen to it anymore. So that's, she's on the list twice. That's a big time lose. Nirvana <sighs> covering the Vaselines. They covered uh, Molly's Lips and Jesus Don't Want Me For a Sunbeam. Yes. Yes. I think I, I don't know. I like both the original and Nirvana's cover. The original Vaseline's Molly's Lip Song has this weird like horn in it. It's really? This little bicycle horn you can hear. You know what's funny? I can't even think of the originals anymore after hearing Nirvana do it. That's yeah. that's yeah. They made it their own, and that's yeah. That, that's definitely a good one. There's a lot. You know his uh, anniversary of his death. Yeah. Is it 20 years now? What did they say? I don't know. Uh, wait, no, no, it can't be 20 years. Oh my God! Yeah, it could be. It's more than that, isn't it? I was like 10. Yeah. I was nine when he died. Yeah, uh, 93. It was, 94. Oh, it was 94? 94, yeah. Okay, yeah, because we were just getting out of school. I was eating cereal. I was watching on TV with my brother in the morning. Mm, that, the afternoon. It's, it's funny how they say you, you know where you were oh, or something like that. So, you know. I remember so well. Well, yeah, Kurt, I mean, we were um, in her apartment at Slippery Rock, and we were both getting ready to go to work. We worked at Pizza Hut down the road. And uh, we just put on the news, I think it was like early in the day, really yeah. early. And like, are you kidding me? And he just like, just sunk. It ruined everything. But yeah, they. they, they did you ever see that movie um, that the was his name Van Zant made? Um, the, the last, last days. days. Yeah. yeah, I have it. Very yeah, eerie, eerie, yeah. eerie, eerie, eerie movie. Um, and I think I don't know how close it is to what happened, but it if seems. Nah, no, nobody's ever gonna know unless there were people in the house there that left or God knows what. That's a creepy movie. That really is. Um, well, j- uh, with that note, um, into the black. By Neil Young, um, oh. one of the first um, shows we did just after Red Horse Radio, we did the transfer to Kettle Whistle Radio. Chromatics, I played that for you, and it's a girl singing it, mm-hmm. and it's actually creepier. It's darker. Um, yeah, it's so they made it their own. It's a different song entirely. I would, yeah, Chromatics. I have that. I'll, that's one you should check out. What else you got? Uh, didn't Filter cover that song? Yes. On the X Files soundtrack, I yeah. have that. Yep, yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's a nice pick. That's all I have. I can't do anything else. Really. Well, I, I this is uh, I got a weird one for you. Um, and uh, you know what? We're gonna stop for a second because uh, first, before I get to this next one, I want to play uh, a little uh, Iron Lung Corporation. Let's listen to Promises right now. Promises,
Yeah, and that's Taddy's rendition of a great song. Uh, <laughs> I, I do dig that. Iron Lung Corporation's a great band. Jason Novak, thank you very much for letting me play that, too. Um, and so that was Iron Lung Doing Promises by Naked Eyes. The list goes on, and I was going to hit you up with this next one. It's because of this guy, Jim Simonic, who is in Reinforced. He introduced me to Jason Novak and all Iron Lung Corp and Acumen Nation, all these other bands. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim Simonic. Uh, recently, <laughs> he's got two covers, and um, one of which, uh, yeah, well, we already played at the beginning of the, uh, the show, which is, uh, do you remember Butterfly Wings uh, by uh, Machines of Love and Grace? Uh, no. Okay, Not well, you, you will. Well, he redid it, and it's it's actually really, really good, but <laughs> this next one, I gotta say, I, have to, I like it better than the original, um, and uh, I may just have to play it. <sighs> Eddie Money, take me home tonight. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, I don't know if he did it as a joke or whatever, but it ends up being pretty darn good. Really? I'm driving back after I picked up his album from uh, Ides with my brother-in-law, actually, Brian, and we're playing it. I mean, and we're, here we are, the window's down, it was a nice sunny day, and we're singing Eddie Money, take me home tonight, which is just ridiculous. I never thought I'd ever be doing that, and I blame Jim for that one. And But it, it was it's a good, it, he made a great, Reinforce is a great album but that was just the funniest and most eclectic thing you could do and I enjoyed it he made me listen to Eddie Money um, do you know what someone needs to cover someone really good oh I have one but what do you got Nights in White Satin mm. the uh, Moody Blues yeah I why, hear a good version of that. why has no one done that like you, you'd think yeah like you mean more rocking or slower or darker or what darker. do you mean darker yeah. you could that's a it has an eerie quality but I think somebody like a doom metal band. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you we'll really could. Fly, we'll get flying Medusa to cover. There you go. Uh, and along that line, um, Typo Negative did Seals and Crofts Summer Breeze. Oh yeah, I've heard that. yeah. I'm sure you heard yeah. that. It opened up a movie with that. I, I like think it was. Cinnamon Girl. Yeah, that's that's a really good one too. What a shame that he's gone, man. You know, the Typo Negative they get uh, definitely. Uh, I'd say it. Ten out of ten for that one. Yeah. Summer Breeze. Hilarious. I just love that. Uh, th- there's one here I-, I can't believe you didn't hear or pick. Um, Planet Caravan. Sabbath. Oh, Pantera yeah. did it. Okay. Pantera's version, they really, they made it their own. I mean, that, that got more airplay yeah. on MTV than almost anything they've ever done. Um, that's that's a good one. They did that. Um, then I have a one that made both good and bad lists. Joan Jett doing Louie Louie. <laughs> I haven't heard that. Louie Louie by the Kingsman. You know the song. No, I know the song, but I haven't yeah. heard it's kind of like I liked it and then the more I listened to it it's kind of like why'd she do it that way she yeah. slowed it down that should be like a fast punk rock song yeah. I think but she really slowed it down um, oh I have one that you're just going to absolutely adore <laughs> oh Shook Me All Night Long by Celine Dion Fail <laughs> yes oh, oh the look on your face it yeah it's horrific oh, she did it live know. she did it live I, I hate to say it but some award show don't want to hear it. Nothing, I don't want to hear it. And I should mention the Golden, uh, what is it, the Golden God Awards, the Revolver's Golden God Awards is coming up again. That's the all-metal thing. Uh, I think it's in two weeks. Um, I don't know if it's going to be on pay-per-view or how they're going to do it, but that's something worth checking out. And Celine Dion will not be on that. Uh, I do have, let's see, one more. This was upsetting to me that, it, that it, it wasn't good. Smoke on the Water, okay, Deep Purple. Max Cavalera, Soulfly. And I believe it's Soulfly, not Sepultura that covered Smoke on the Water, and it's very heavy, but too thing. slow, and kind of like, I don't know, it didn't have to happen. I I love Max Cavalera, and I love Soulfly and Sepultura, but they did not have to do that song. I had a problem with that one. 
But um, as far as announcements, I, I guess I, I should announce again. I spoke about it last show. Um, I have a book coming out. And Dave is an author and he has a book coming out. <laughs> I hate plugging my own stuff, but um, you know, what other ways am I going to do it? Miss um, Taddy, I have to thank her for doing the forward. Um, and my own Miss D, lots of editing, drove her nuts, made her read it. I don't know how she's never going to read the book again. <laughs> but yes, the, the Fall of Tomorrow comes out. Probably by the time you hear this, it might actually be printing. Um, and it will be available on Amazon.com, The Fall of Tomorrow, David J. Fairhead, that's me. Um, and I have a website coming up. Uh, this should be up by the time you hear this, too. Uh, FairlyDarkProductions.com. And that's where you can find the book for sale. And um, I just want to thank uh, Gary and Rich over at Burning Bulb for the opportunity. We'll have to have a, a, like a story time. <laughs> well, that's funny you should say that. Um, actually, by the time they hear this, I will have already done the ninth story, which is a really cool podcast, and they want you to come on to. Oh, okay. And yeah, they um, they talk horror, science fiction, um, subculture, a lot like us. I don't know how much into music, but they're going to get into music with me. So, they better. Yeah. We're <laughs> guests on their show. They better be talking to us. Right. Well, they exactly. Well, they, you're invited. They want you there. So I don't know if that's going to be a, another episode. I think he was saying that would be another one. Yeah. I'm not sure, but I'll, I'll hook you up with that. But yeah, nice guys over there. Um, buddy Dan and Chris, uh, Craig, Craig Weber. Sorry, Craig. Um, sorry. Chris, who's Chris? <laughs> I'm inventing names again. Uh, yeah. So I don't know what else we got here. Um, I'll, you know, I want to thank oh Matt Eames. I showed you some of his artwork. Oh, He's yeah. doing some art for me for uh, the promo. And um, May 10th is the book release party at someone else's bar. Whose bar? Someone else's bar. <laughs> My buddy Elsa, thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. And uh, that's going to be happening May 10th. By then, uh, yes, I will have the books there. And they'll be cheaper, of course, for me than they will be online. <laughs> um, <laughs> just saying, uh, this was one. You were talking about a song that needed to be remade. And I, did, I wrote this one down. It's one of my favorite classic rock songs uh, Golden Earring Twilight Zone oh yeah, yeah. I love it Radar Love good keeps bass. yes thank you and, good bass and the, there's a, the jamming version where the bass goes on there's like a, a good three minute breakdown uh, if you ever hear the uncut version I have it uh, of course but Radar Love they, bands keep remaking it and I'm, yeah. even Ministry did it I'm kind of like getting tired of it yeah. um, let's go with Twilight Zone why won't they maybe they won't give it up maybe there's a reason for that but yeah, so that's that's that. I don't know. You got something else you want to? Oh, Nirvana's "Love Buzz" was originally a electric blue or blue cheer. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's, see, that's you got me on that one. Love Buzz is a cover. Yeah. I did not know that. Which one is that on? What is? Uh, Bleach. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I have the reissue of Bleach too, because mine, well, like I said, is <laughs> obsolete. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I don't know. Uh, what else did I have here for you? Um. I don't know. I, uh, as far as, well, pick up the book if you want to read Taddy's first, uh, what would you call this? It's not your first writing, but first published writing or outside yeah, of outside of your days on TV? I guess. You guess? <laughs> no, that's actually a really cool forward, and I like how you crossed over, because music has a lot to do with the story. Yeah. And uh, for some reason, that seemed, we seem to hit on that, and you talked about um, you know all the bands we talk about yeah. here all the time. But, yeah, so I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, we're going to go out with a tune. Um, since Taddy has not heard, I don't know, I'll, I don't know, should it be Eddie Money? No. <laughs> oh, I'm doing it. <laughs> You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. It's, it's actually pretty rocking. All right, well, thanks for listening to Kettle Whistle Radio, folks. And, um, as always, I'm at Fairly Dark on Twitter, and you... Clap.
Classic Chad. <laughs> yeah, hit us up on Facebook, of course, and all of Society 13 Network, all the shows mouthing off, TBA with Mr. Pink, and of course, The Wicked Library with Nelson W. Piles. All right, guys, till next time.
Some Lucello, okay? Okay, let's settle that. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an Electric Cast production. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wannabet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wannabet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. No more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric acid. Electric acid.